This is Fish and Fries, an American soccer podcast. I'm Andrew, and this is my co-host, Spencer. We want to bring you an American perspective on the world game. Welcome back to another episode of Fish and Fries, an American soccer podcast. I'm Andrew here with my guy, Spencer. And Spencer, week one in the books. We're back, baby. We got soccer on the television. We got stuff going on. We're almost in the fall. It's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. Yeah, we are back. And um, you can't be back without terrible injury news that just ruins your day so <laughs> that's when you really know the season hey back, hey but. you could have had that in the summer and you chose to put it off till now okay some of our best attackers went down in the summer in shitty chicago soldier field stadium grass so um you know i don't think there was an ed sheeran concert the night before so i don't know what's wrong with your boy uh, i thought this was a lot more fun last week when i was you know poking fun at you <laughs> with the cuckoo stuff now that the shoe's on my foot this is far less enjoyable <laughs> it's remember the titans it's like no 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 fun is it no no zero fun sir great i'll tell you how much fun we're gonna have this season it's basically denzel and pd man it's now that the shoe's on the other foot it's not fun no more it's yeah, not a good time not fun no more not fun no more we obviously are referencing if you missed it the news of um kevin de bruyne possibly out for the season it sounds like with a hamstring injury he that city aren't positive it sounds like but might require surgery uh it's it's all shit andrew like it just sucks man um really puts I, I don't know on a fucking four goal destruction of a newly promoted team <laughs> An absolutely devastating attack from the Norwegian meat shield that still got him. He had two goals in nine minutes and still got screamed at by Pep like he'd stolen something. Um, yeah, no, it it, it sucks. Um, if you liked the limited cameo appearance of uh, KDB in his last game um, for the uh, for the cup there for the Champions League final, you were gonna love his performance against Luton because it was. It was tough, man. Like, I, jokes aside, it's really tough to see, like, one of the best and most fun players to watch just, like, go off with nothing, right? Um, but, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you got more thoughts on it than I do because it's a personally uh, affecting thing for you, which is me, it, like, levels the playing field a little bit. It's like, hmm, don't want to see anybody hurt, but that is good for a uh, compelling team here. Yeah, it, um, it was a real kick in the dick on like the first game of the year to see personally my favorite player, my favorite city player for a long time, my favorite player in world football for that matter, go down like that. Um, it's an extra, extra hard kick in the dick when you captain him in your DraftKings lineup and then you see him go off after 25 minutes or whatever. <laughs> that, is, that is tough. Um, but you Spencer had a weekend. Hold back. on. You had a yeah, fucking we'll, we'll, weekend. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I don't want to, you know, let's not put the card ahead of the horse. Spencer got his revenge, though. He worked the old DraftKings sportsbook. But, uh, no, um, I, honestly, I, I've been trying to think about this De Bruyne thing, right? Like, it sucks. It really sucks. Um, I think he is the straw that stirs the drink on the city team. I, I mean, I think they're going, they're going to be able to play without him, right? They've shown in the past they can win a title without him when they had, didn't have him what was that about four years ago or so after he had that injury riddled season so oh yeah 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 yeah. 
So like that's in city's bag. I know that's in city's bag. I'm not like necessarily worried that this is like, Oh my God, they're going to have this crazy fall off or anything like the depths there. Um, I will say though, like that creative midfield role is kind of vacant now. Um, they said on the broadcast when they bought in Kovacic for him, they were like, "This is a like for like sub." And I was like, no. "I mean, I was like, can I, I mean, can Kovacic, I help? can I help? Can I help?" Yeah, no, you've seen more Kovacic in, than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great at progressing the ball, right? If you get him on like a half turn, he's nasty. Um, if you want him to sit, like, the dude's never taken a free kick, and that's not all KDB does. But if you just think about like. Kovacic's a very good player, but like when Kovacic scores or even even like assists, right? Like a primary, like what a pass assist, right? Not just like pass it to the guy and he, you know, taps it in or something like that. It's a surprise. Like Kovacic is a very good player, but calling it like for like is just being like, yeah, they're both midfielders, but we're not going to think about that anymore. We're going to be done. Like we're just not going to think about how these two play at all because they're complete opposites yeah it's um like i like i think kovacic is a good passer of the ball like he's good at linking up the back to the front but they like sure. they were expounding yeah, on like th- they were expounding on his passing and i was like i mean yeah he can pass the ball but he is not like that he's not like, like you're, you're like, key okay. ball playmaker he, he, even then he's not the best passer in the game right? right like anybody would come in and then just like kovacic is a is is a fine passer of the ball but like I watched him play at fucking Chelsea for how long? And it's like, oh, it's your favorite Kovacic assist. Uh, none. You know, like <laughs> like he, he turns and runs with the ball, and I'm sure he has nice little – he does have good, like, timing and, like, layoffs and stuff like that. He's a very good player. But at the same time, it's like KD, he's not pulling strings. KDB pulls yeah. strings that aren't even there. He's the right? puppet like, master. He's, he's the puppet master, and now he's – Somebody's uh, got to direct the – play that is the norwegian folklore erling holland show somebody's gonna pull those strings yeah uh by norwegian folklore you of course mean little shop of horrors because it's just feed me give him (laughs) the ball um like kdb aside um i know i said it last year and i'm gonna say it again this year this just is lining up to be pep's best performance as a manager, when he somehow still takes them to win the league and, you know, gets like a world, you know, Cole Palmer's going to be like starting for England next year. Like, seriously, like, and and the really tough part is if this happened during the offseason, right? Like, just to compare, like, losing Nkunku to losing De Bruyne, right, is apples to oranges, right? De Bruyne's done it at the highest level. We're hoping Nkunku can be a very good player. But... Chelsea have had like a month, right? They've had weeks and weeks to bring in new players, to strengthen and change how they're going to play, right? Um, did you guys lose any notable midfielder or attackers this summer? I can't think of any. Like maybe world-renowned um, players, been doing it for years. I, some German dude, but that's it. But he's, but he's I Turkish, think. I think, yeah. German, Turkish. That's like oh, there's like a pipe up. There's like a German. I, yeah. I found this out totally. I'm like a him, I'm him and him and like Mezzanozo. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's like a pipeline of like Turkish immigrants, I guess, to Germany, and so yeah, that's and like. If, a and if you like that, look into thing. the French team. Look into the French national <laughs> team if you're enjoying that. I got um, lots of pipelines. It it really actually is all very interesting. We could, you know, when we get to an international break sometime, we could kind of break that down more because I do. I'm with you. I think that's very interesting, but. Um, and like Mara's too, 
right? Because Mars can also pull a pass or at least be like a focal point. Now it's mm. really like Grealish, Foden, how are you going to feed Holland? Because that wasn't really your job. It is now. Yeah, I think that just kind of wrapping it up because we're running long on this. I, like, I don't know what the solution is. It's it's probably good that this has happened earlier in the year and it gives them more time to play with things. Like when he went down to the final, like you talked about a minute ago, it was Foden who slid into that 10 spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's maybe that, but we're a little short on the wing after Mahrez left, like you just mentioned. Um, they're saying Cole Jeremy Palmer. Doku might come in soon. Cole Palmer's. <laughs> Exciting, maybe. Uh, maybe the solution is Lucas Paqueta for Lucas Paqueta. 150 million or whatever the fuck West Ham. I saw, I saw it as, for. I saw it as like, uh, like I think it was like 80 or something like that, maybe. Yeah, like 90-ish. it was way more reasonable than that. But like maybe now there's a De Bruyne attacks of like, oh, you're you're not your world class number 10 is out and you're like a little desperate. I I don't know how this plays out, right? It's it's a weird time for it to happen where City's depth is a little shorter than yeah, it has been it, in years past but and we, and we talked and before we just get off this like that's part of what we talked about last year with what makes city so good right is it's not even a square peg round hole situation it's there are so many guys you know what i mean like if you look at their squad it's like where's the best 11 it's like well how do you want us to play today right we can do it in three or four different ways so i think like it'll be there was kind of that growing pain at the beginning of last year right with like fitting holland into this very fluid system does it become more of a rigid system does it become more defined roles is this going to be like the phil foden breakout year where you can't put him back in the box anymore of coming in as a sub for Grealish or something like that um brutal for you buddy um i don't mean to diminish it but kind of excited to see what pep does just because i think that dude is a mastermind yeah, I, like I said, I think it's probably good it's happening early on because that gives us some time to figure it out before if it's happened like down the stretch run or something and they're battling for the league or something like that, that makes it a little harder to think on your feet at that point. But nonetheless, we'll we'll see how it plays out. We'll see if anybody else comes in to maybe try to fill those massive cleats for City. But um, otherwise, we're going to get to your team a little later as we've got yeah. a special guest coming on. Woo! So... We'll uh we'll punt on that for now. Anything else from the weekend that you wanted to talk about? Any like any observations or anything caught your eye? Yeah. Um. So we did we did you know top four predictions the other day, and uh, not to uh, toot my horn too much. It's literally been one game, but Newcastle look oh. gross. Shoved um, it up my ass. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's literally one game. Um. But like we were both suspecting a better Villa team and it looked really competitive for the first like 20 minutes. Right. I think it was one, one, right. Um, uh, what's his name? The new guy for uh, at Villa. A Diaby. Diaby, right. Looks really good. Dynamic gets a goal early. It's one, one. And then Newcastle took him behind the woodshed in the way that really good teams do. Um, maybe it's early. Maybe we're just suspect, you know, we think Villa's good. It could be like, you know, a week one, like NFL game where you think like this team's going to be good and then they get smoked. And then you're looking at it like, oh man, the the Steelers are going to be great this year. They smoked the Bengals. And then you look at it and go, hey, the Bengals might be bad this year, right? Like week eight, looking back on week one, you go, well, yeah, the Steelers are fine, but the Bengals were horrible. I'm just picking teams at random here to not throw any of our respective teams and derail the argument because that might be how that goes. Um, but like, 
but yeah, I, I right now it's it's tough to not look at what Newcastle did and just be like, yeah, they're gonna peter out. Yeah, that doesn't look like a repeatable performance from anybody. They just wore them down, man. They had more horses in the race. Yeah, I um obviously I put Villa in my top four, like kind of in place of Newcastle. So <laughs> tough look for me. Um, there were some things Villa did okay in this game. Like I, I did think even after that goal, Diaby did look really good. And this entire match for him, I mean, the, the, re- the whole team kind of had given up by the end of the game. But nonetheless, um, I was impressed with his debut. Obviously, on the Newcastle side, um, Tanali looked fantastic, scored a goal in his first yep. game for them. Yeah, he looked really good. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I will, you know, punt a little bit on the eating of crow for now, just because I did say oh, yeah. Newcastle's thing. Newcastle's thing to me is that once they get the midweek champions league fixtures and all that going on and the pileup really starts, maybe that's when they lose some points this year. So we'll see how that plays out, but mm-hmm. hell you, you can't make much better of a statement week one than taking the new shiny toy and just absolutely <laughs> stomping on it. Well, it's, it's stomping on it and having also an equally new and shiny toy, right? It's like your new shiny toy was, you know, like the knockoff brand of something, right? And somebody else's parents like splurge for like the full price brand. You know, it's be like, oh, what are you having for cereal this morning? Oh, um, like I'm trying to think of the knockoff Lucky Charm brand. Like, oh, Matey O's. I'm having Matey O's. They're going to be great. What are you having this morning? Oh, I'm having real Lucky Charms. Like, oh, in the red box? Darn. And then you spill your cereal on the ground anyways. It doesn't even matter. Like, yeah, well, right. like Shit I, breakfast. I grew I grew up a poor kid, Andrew. So like, you know, I, I, I'm very familiar with this of just like when you have the medios, when like mm-hmm. your friends are like, what'd you have for marshmallow medios, marshmallow medios, marshmallow medios. I, I, I knew it. I had it in oh, my brain. I, I did not look it oh, up. That, it was right there. I had to find it. That dumbass generic logo on it's like imprinted in my brain <laughs> and those non boxes. Like they came no, in a regular it's in a big, bag. It's in a big, big bag. plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. It's in a bag. You couldn't but, possibly keep in your pantry. It has to go above the fridge. Oh yeah. Yeah. But once you get to the age of like knowing that's like four lucky charms and your friends are like, oh, like what's for breakfast? Like I, I can vividly remember having like friends over for a sleepover and be like, what cereals you got? And I'm like, lucky charms. And they wake up in the morning and you just get roasted when you pull out a big bag of marshmallow oh, hold babies. On. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sidebar. There's no one who, who suffered that worse. We were a like non-sugar cereal household, right? Like if you want, like the sweetest thing we had for breakfast was either Rice Krispies, add your own sugar or cornflakes, or like Honey Nut Cheerios. That's as luxurious as it got. And we got through it. I still like Lucky Charms, or uh, still like Rice Krispies. I still like, uh, you know, cornflakes and that kind of thing. But it was not a uh, colorful um, cereal bowl in the morning. It was yeah. not a, uh, it, was, it was tough on some sleepovers. It'd be like, what do you always want to have? Like, well, we can have toast or a bagel or, you know, it's just like, this is a depressing breakfast. But we got through it. We grow. We learn. Just a uh, hearty breakfast. And speaking of hearty, Andrew. What what shade um, of brown would you like? Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of hearty, Andrew, though, um, I want to talk about a hearty challenge we saw from a goalkeeper over the weekend. What do you you mean? The no call? (laughs) Oh, I mean, yeah. I said challenge. I said not foul. So before United fans fucking freak out, I, I said challenge. <laughs> but um, also United fans, you got absolutely got the whistle. You absolutely got the whistle. Go ahead and freak out at us. If you're a United fan, you let me know. 
and you tell me how that wasn't just an absolute like, hey, should we have Wolves win or should we have everyone just talk about United for the next week here? Yeah, uh, we are referencing the Onana challenge uh, against Wolves late in the game. Um, he, I, I can't remember which Wolves player it is for the life of me. Their striker, uh, Dawson. But, I think it's Craig Dawson. Was it Dawson? I thought big it was. Man up. I thought it was some other big lumbering striker who can't run more than like five miles. No, hour, dude. But... Uh, I think it was Craig Dawson because the rest of that front line looks kind of nasty. Like, Mateus Cunha? Like, this is the dude that was, like, 50 mil, like, two years ago, and then we never saw it. It was like, hey, are Wolves spending money? It's like, yeah, they got Mateus Cunha. And then, allegedly, he was there, but this is the first time I've seen him do anything. And holy cow, does he look dynamic. Or, option two, Manchester United is a a a Swiss cheese team, and they're full of holes, man. Yeah, I don't know if this is like just first week, maybe shaking off a little bit of rust or something. I mean, these teams have fucking month-long preseason, so I kind of don't tend to fall on the rust thing for anybody. But I think they'll be fine. I don't think there's a ton in it. I thought the challenge was crazy. Like, I don't understand how that wasn't called a pin. So at least Wolves would have a chance. I I get it's like – I even texted you when we saw it. I was like, I'm all for – like if Ederson did that same thing, I'd be saying the same shit too. I'm all sure. for like giving, giving a goalkeeper like expanded uh, limits, I guess, expanded yeah. boundaries of what a foul is. I'm okay with that. Like I would say I'm staunchly in favor of that actually. And like sometimes people are like, "Well, he clatters into him on a punch," and I'm like, well, "Where do you want him to go?" I I understand all that, and I'm with mm-hmm. all that. Now when you go like elbow first and are about seven seconds late to the ball getting there. I, I, I tend to have a little bit less empathy for you if you're Onana. So <laughs> I, I don't know, man, just a baffling call. I, where well, are you at on it? Yeah. 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 My first thing is I, I used to have to watch Keppa. So I've seen plenty of guys go for a punch and absolutely miss it by a mile due to short arms and not jumping very high. So I am predisposed to be sympathetic to Onana who had a really good game, by the way, looks really good. Um, but he, he gets so much of the guy, right. And it's a late, I I just think you have to give the penalty there. Right. Tim Howard was right away with the goalkeeper union being like, Hey, maybe that should be a penalty, but they never call that. And it's true. Um, my question to you is, so where does it fall on the annoying, but it's just kind of part of the game calls in other sports. Right. I think it's like very similar, similar to like, you're watching football, the pass goes down the field and it's incomplete, right? And there's a flag and somebody like touches the quarterback's leg, right? It's a, Or like, you know, hits the quarterback and it's a half second late. And if it's for your team, you're excited, you keep playing. If it's against your team or you're just watching as a neutral, it's completely brutal, right? Like it, it feels that way to me where it's just like, is this just part of the game now? Like, are we just here forever? Like, I get protecting the goalie. I get protecting the quarterback. That's all well and good. But when it happens to you, it's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah, I th- I think on that sliding scale, I'm going to put it – I'm going to put it under the roughing the passer. That thing is just th- – that's so out of hand right now. Like, it's insane. I get protecting yeah. the – like you said, the, the $250 million guy or the $400 million guy, depending on the fucking guy. But um, I'm going to put it under that because those are – Or the running back I- you might be starting. 
quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I was watching a preseason football game and like over the weekend and there was a call and it was like, I was fired up over the call being a bad call. And I'm like, Oh, we're back. Like, I can't wait for this to be my life every Sunday, but <laughs> nonetheless, I think roughing the passers worse, but part of the game, like you're saying, I, I think I'm going to put it like right above like a pitch right on the edge that you don't get okay. the ball for like ball strike. Maybe. Well, like and- when you got an up, that's just like, <laughs> like he's consistent. Like say you have he's an up. Angel Hernandez. He's got a one, uh, yeah, one no, Angel I, Hernandez to Anthony Taylor. No, no. Like I think actually, person. I think actually like if you have an Angel Hernandez where they're erratic the entire night, you're like, that's actually more frustrating than the goalkeeper thing. But if you have one that's consistent, but say it's like bases loaded three, two count and you're like closers on the mound and he walks in a run on something that's like, hit the strike zone on the inside corner, but the ump's been calling that a ball all night. He's been yeah. consistent with it, but you're still like, <laughs> fuck, come on, man. You couldn't give us that one. No, well, and like it's, it's up there to me with, I was going to ask you if there's one for hockey, just cause I don't know it as well, but for basketball, it's the block charge in college basketball where anytime anybody goes into the lane and they should get dunked on, or they like, they can't play any defense they move in front of the guy and then they completely stop their momentum and then they get run into and then they fall backwards and yell and they go to Duke or some other Indiana, some yeah. other horrible school and they go, ah, and then it's like, oh my gosh, was he shot? No, a five, eight point guard was near him. You should have seen the look at his face. Like, Oh, Nope. It's a charge every time because my theory is that charge is fun to call because it's, if you're a ref, Right, you get to stop everything. You get to change momentum. Everybody has to it's run dramatic. to the other end of the court. It's a fun little, you know, you gotta get to punch them out. Right, it's the same as like if I was a baseball ump, everybody's striking out. I don't care if it's close. You know what's fun? Punching somebody out and then ringing them up. And I would say like basketball refs have they, like the uh, cameramen have gotten so good at like when there's a fa- like they pan to the ref like so fast, just that little like half frame over. And it's like he's the focal point, like they're following the ball when he like does the fucking charge call. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's really a show. It's maybe the and best. They, they wind I'd up. say punching out. Yeah, I'd say punching out like strikeouts, like you said, like that's probably top tier of like referee calls. But, like, the charge has to be second on the charge is so good. It's like Scott Pesednik, shout out to the White Sox, playing the outfield. They get, like, three crow hops just to get it into second base because the guy's got a noodle arm. Um, They take, like, two steps, and then they really go for it. It's fantastic. Um, It's completely broken the game. It's completely distracting. Instead of, like, playing defense at the rim, which is fun, which is actually what we want, it's something completely different. Um, mm-hmm. but bringing up baseball brings me to one more thing I want to talk about before we move on. Um, arguing with the ref, showing the yellow card, it was all oh, over this weekend. It's always the, it's you know, it's, it's going to be the same when the NFL starts up. Oh, what new rule are they enforcing? Everybody's offsides. Everybody's, you know, doing something they're normally doing, but it's a penalty now because we decided it was. And brutally for the wolves manager he they don't even basically check it on var they don't even think about it for more than a minute and then he gets a yellow card for arguing the completely right thing so insult injury there we go we're back and and not not to mention i can't know i don't remember if it was today or yesterday i saw it but like the fucking whatever they call it some dumb acronym the referee committee in england came out and said that was the wrong call yeah of course and so now it's like well, are you gonna rescind Gary O'Neill's <laughs> yellow card? No. Oh, like exactly. he's he's 
he's getting a yellow card for arguing something that was a terrible call to basically anybody that doesn't have like a picture of fucking Harry Maguire as their Twitter Abbey is like, exactly. that's the worst call ever. But, but um, hey, Harry was... Maguire going back to Ann United. You thought you were rid of him? He's not going to West Ham, boys. He's you coming back. He saw that Lissandro <laughs> Martinez performance and he was like, they still need me. I'm going to earn that C back and I'm going to be right at the heart of this defense. Let's go. Yeah. And um, like one more really bad one I saw over the weekend with the yellow card thing is like, I, I believe it was Bowen for West Ham. He, um, they called like a foul on his teammate and the ball ran through and it was like, close it could have not been a foul call and he just like grabbed the ball when it kicked over to him and like was dribbling <laughs> and kicked it a little too far away from him and the ref tagged him and i'm like what the fuck are we doing here like this is just <laughs> dumb guys so it's it's a huge to, to maybe you don't watch a lot of soccer being a petulant child is a huge part of playing soccer right it's if someone is going to kick the ball you stand right in front of him and then when you have to move because like it's a free kick or something you act like you've never heard that before you have to be incredulous. You move very slowly out of the way, right? It's all all the gamesmanship type stuff is about being a little child and being very petulant about everything. And they're trying to take it out of the game, but can you make soccer players not be petulant children? I don't know that it's possible. I don't know it's, how you would even begin to do that. It's going to be a very long process, Andrew. Um one last thing I really quickly want to get to before we get to our special guest is yes, sir. Um, we teased it last week. I just ra let's rattle off a couple guys that you were like transfers that you totally forgot happened or didn't even know happened. I, I had a few over the weekend that were like, oh, when the fuck did that happen? I have no idea. Do you have any that go ahead? Out? No, start, start me off. I got to think of them here. Um, well, like first off on Sunday morning, I was like, wait a minute. Kepa's going to Real Madrid. Who the fuck's going to play goal for Chelsea? <laughs> no idea you guys Robert signed Sanchez. Sanchez. Yep. No oh, idea no. that happened. Was very confused <laughs> when I saw him in there. And I was like, well, I understand you guys bought like 90% of Brighton, but I didn't realize you could just like call the players up to your major Yeah, they, team, they basically threw him in. It's like, you know, here's two for one. You guys have bought yeah. so many. here. You, know, you come here all the time. This one's for free. It was like 20 mil, super cheap. But no, now he's starting. What they did is like give Keppa the Mendy backup, and they're just like, actually, no, you just live here now. It's like, what? All right. So can't say he exactly won that battle, and Keppa already has been like, oh, man, I really hope I do good at Real Madrid so they keep me here. But, you know, it's a lone move, no obligation to buy. So can't wait to add him to the arsenal of uh, upset um, players joining back, uh, coming back as after a loan to Chelsea. Um, yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, diminutive, short-armed man. Um, Keppa. My, see, the problem I'm having is Chelsea's bought and sold everybody. So I am, I feel like, aware of all these, right? But, like, I'm kind of surprised at I mean, players I, that are still on teams, right? I, like, I was, that's, that's the cousin to this. I had a couple uh -huh. of those, too. <laughs> like, like, like we just talked about it, but like Harry Maguire, still on United, still going to be playing there after they stripped him of the captaincy and then tried to sell him for pennies to West Ham and then wouldn't really pay for him to leave. It's like, that's not how you get things done. That guy's going to have to take a crazy cut to pay, like pay cut to play there. Like you're going to end up paying him. So yeah, love seeing him there. Couldn't, couldn't believe that they were still trotting out Aaron Juan Basaka as, as what they were trying to do. Um, but yeah, man, it's, 
it's such a fun i i love transfers it's just so fun dude. yeah i was like I, I love this guy i was positive that mitrovich had already gone to saudi arabia i was shocked when i was like wait he still is technically on the team like they showed him on the bench and i was like oh that's interesting um <laughs> like uh I, until i made a DraftKings lineup and like also realized sanchez was at chelsea i even though this was like a big deal totally forgot that uh man solba sly if your name starts with sz <laughs> and is more than like 11 letters then i don't have a chance but i believe yeah, it's Solbaslai. close to that that yeah, one him, big yep, him and McAllister too yeah absolutely just being like wait McAllister, new midfield yeah okay McAllister like, happened so long ago too that I kind of had like I remembered that one, but I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Like, um, like oh, James Ward Prowse not being back in the Premier League by week one was a huge disappointment for me. Um, should be back. Late to the party. I, what, yeah, West Ham. West Ham got him, but yeah, just like stuff like that, like you know, the all the all the turnover and all the like reshuffling of the deck is so much fun because it's a team getting rid of one shitty midfielder and bringing in another shitty midfielder and hoping that this shitty midfielder is better. Like, um, just like James Milner went to Brighton. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Like on, on purpose, not a punishment, not a weird, like, you know, Hey man, Kahari can't be at Liverpool anymore. You have to go to Brighton. You have to run a bunch. Like just wild. And my last like crazy observation, Andrew, was that um, I don't know any play. The, I, okay, that's not that's not true. I know one player from Burnley, and uh-huh. it's their it's their manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Burnley's tough, right? Like, part of me thinks it's like because because the cliche is like you go down to the championship, right? You get a new manager if you're like one of the like yo yo clubs, right? You go down, you go up. But the cliche is you go down to the to the championship and you play like better football, right? You have more money, you win the league, you still have that Premier League money, and then you come back up and like halfway through the year, that beautiful football's gotta go so we can maybe stay up. And then you have to bring in somebody like Sean Dyche. Could I mean it's it's we're one game in, so Burnley could be fine, but like the idea of all after all this talk of how beautiful they're playing and Vincent Company's got them going the right way, like I will be laughing very hard if they have to like go back into the four four two and bring back James Tarkovsky and start taking people's heads off in January. Just I'm going to laugh very hard. Yeah, and they should yeah. do that, right? It's the right move. We talked about it all last year, but whew, man. All right. Well, I think that's about all that. Like I said, we're gonna get to Chelsea Liverpool here in a minute with our uh, special guest. You want to tell the people who we're having on, Andrew? We are having on noted Liverpool, Liverpool expert, Zach Matz, my guy from back in the day. We are bringing him on to maybe our number one listener, maybe our number one fan. We're cutting our listenership in half by bringing him on the pod. So risk bold move, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off. Welcome back. Part two, uh, Andrew here with my guy, Spencer, and we have brought in my guy, Zach uh, one of my best friends and constant sports nemesis, uh, Zach Matt. Zach, how you doing, buddy? What's up, guys? I'm doing well. How about yourselves? We're doing good, man. We're doing good. I think the uh, first order of business here is 
Now, you claim to be a Liverpool fan. Have you been bought by Chelsea since we last talked? Is there Were you a Liverpool fan and now you are just completely rooting for another team? Yeah, I know it's hard for people to stay committed to Liverpool these days. So I just want to want to double check that with you first. We could talk about another team if you need to. You know, I, I know it's hard to actually stay committed to Liverpool these days. It's it's uh, it's it's tough to ask. It's I'm funny really that sure you say that. that. At the top. <laughs> it's funny that you say that. I uh, I uh, I was never really bought by Liverpool. How about that? I was. Uh, oh, they don't buy anything. <laughs> I was in college. I remember the first time I ever watched, actually sat down and watched soccer. I was in college. Uh, my roommate, Dan Niederkorn, he's actually the yeah, Liverpool man. fan. And uh, I just remember watching soccer with him. And I think that's kind of like how I just became a Liverpool fan. Yeah. Well, I have a follow-up question of like your your level of passion for Liverpool. Have you personally committed to the go fund me to maybe get a transfer in because they're poor i guess i mean they play poor (laughs) it's funny that you say that but when you spend all this money it looks worse when you finish at the bottom half of the table isn't it not it works worse (laughs) to tie with us and blow a goal lead that you had to a bunch of kids just a bunch of kids just running around just doing their best i didn't even know half the team team played for them they might not, you know, I mean, it's, it's tough to, who can, who can say, right. They're all new, but holy cow, man, just, I, we had to have you on this early in the season. Cause one don't know how long we'll be able to laugh at Liverpool like this. So this is a perfect opportunity for me as somebody looking up from the bottom of the table this year. And two, just the Caicedo thing, Lavia just rejected you guys as well. Um, there were reports earlier today that Spencer, uh, sent to me and we didn't really, we should have sent this your way earlier just as prep, but that, uh, was it Allison and Sala both kind of gave the, the green light to see if they could get a move to, uh, um, what is it, Spencer? Why am I blanking on it? Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Thank you. Um, you, you you might have to play this weekend. You, and I'm glad you got a friend who's also into Liverpool. Dan, you guys might both have to play this weekend. Are you I mean, going to play on the wing or in goal? What do you think is better for you? I don't think I've ran more than 20 feet in the past 10 years, guys. I think I might okay. pull something. But, <laughs> yeah, man, all this Saudi talk lately with uh, all these other players, I th- are they are they getting up there? Do you think they're that past their prime now that they they have to look into Saudi? No, I don't think so. I think it's just a matter of they're just getting – this ridiculous amount of money that like Neymar's even going there now, which it's, it's a crazy scenario where they just have all the money in the world and they can cash in like they can't anywhere else. I I saw a list earlier today. that's like nine of the top or eight of the top 10 paid players per season are in Saudi Arabia now in the entire world. Are they worth the money? I mean, to somebody, right? I mean, if you have unlimited money, what is any of it? You know what I mean? It's like if you the crown if you, prince of Saudi Arabia. If you have if so. you have twenty billion dollars, spending spending a hundred million dollars on like a jet isn't a bad purchase. It's just what you did today, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, why do we have this? Why do we have that? Like, it's nothing different. Um, but it's like I'm also not going to watch it. I also don't care. 
right? How, like, how long do you think it'll take the Saudi league to become with all this money bought into the top, one of the top leagues? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, like, I, I think that they're going to fight the same battle that MLS has kind of always fought of, are people going to care? Like people are pretty entrenched. Like even me is like an American. I don't watch much MLS cause I didn't have a team to start. I have a team here what? now that I can kind of, oh I can gosh. kind of, yeah, a shocker. I know <laughs> I passively can pay attention to the team here and, you know, but kind Metro of Boomin was there. He was I there. I can't believe I, it. I can't believe I missed that one, but, um, <laughs> No, uh, I, I think they're Saudi, the Saudi League is going to fight that forever. I mean, they bought in some huge names. They've gotten some TV deals. I think, was it Fox, I believe, came to an agreement to broadcast some of their games here. Right. I think it's uh, BT Sport in England's doing some or something. Maybe Amazon. I don't remember. I heard some British purchase and bitching about it. But Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, yes. I, I, I I don't see it that, becoming really mainstream, I guess, is what I'm getting at. That's actually my answer to the question, though, is you saying that is my answer to the question is no. The Brits are so pretentious, <laughs> they will never allow it. They will never allow something else to come up and be better than them. It's just not how it works. Um, the overall like qual like the overall quality of it still is just not very good. And I'm not you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to, I like my teams. I'm not going to go watch like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to watch like the USFL. I'm just not doing it. I don't care. Right. Like, well, like even to relay it back to the MLS thing, like I, I joked with you about it, Andrew. I don't want to watch a left back that works part-time on a fucking oil rig gets skinned by like Neymar or something <laughs> 17 times in one half. Like at some point it's like, all right, uncle. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Who's the first player that leaves the Saudi league due to boredom? I think that's actually kind of where your money is at. Like that's the biggest bet. It's like, like I saw something. It's like, Oh, Ronaldo scored like three goals. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure he did. Who cares? Like, I, I don't know. I just, there's so much more like competitive and good soccer. I think the Saudi thing has weirdly taken like the middle of the market out now, right? If you want to spend money and bring in good players, the solid ones, like if you're just like a regular, like pretty good midfielder, right? And you can move to, you know, like, I don't even know. If you can move to like Lazio, right? They'll probably pay you good money. It's in the Italian league. Like maybe you want to live there. Maybe you don't. Or, you can move to somewhere else you maybe don't care about if you live there, but they're going to give you eight times the salary. It's like, I'm not going to be mad at you about that, but I also don't care what you go and do over there. Right? Like, it's not, there are no accomplishments for this. There's no Very anything true. else, I don't think. Yeah, but um, the Saudi thing, it's going to stay an ever-present story. Let's let's try to bring it back a little closer here, boys. Um, did you, uh, what did you think of the game on Sunday, Zach? Did you, did you like how Liverpool looked? Did you dislike things? Like what were your overall takeaways with it? So as a sports fan, when you blow a lead kind of late, it kind of, it kind of pisses you off. And, uh, I didn't not, get it. Not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other team's pretty happy about it, but you know, as a yeah, it's generally great. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I, I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. I was dealing with quite a, a few things on Sunday, and uh, I'm just, 
you know, I've, I'm ever, ever so an optimist. And with all this money that Chelsea's spending, I'm glad that we didn't lose, you know, because you're always worried about that second goal at the end. 100%. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I felt the same. Like when Salah slipped that pass in, I was just going like, oh, because I had such a positive like feeling from preseason of like, it's like everybody doesn't hate each other. Look at look at everybody out there being friends, playing soccer together, running around, you know, going to America. Like, what a fun, what a fun time. That they're gonna be fun. And then like the game started and we just got the shit kicked out of us for the first 10 minutes. And I was like, oh right. You're not in, you know, you're not playing at the Philadelphia Union Stadium anymore. Like <laughs> this matters. Like people are gonna be really mad if this doesn't go well. And I think Chelsea really rebounded well from that. And they've got so many, like, you know, the truth of it is we've got so many new players. Like, how are they all going to fit together? Like, is anybody, is everybody who's here this week going to be here next week? Because either someone gets, you know, brought in to take their spot or they're going to be shift, shifted out for somebody else, right? So kind of a hard spot, um, especially with all the Moises Caicedo stuff going on all week. And, like, Kepa leaves, like, Wednesday our starting goalie for the last like two years is just off to Real Madrid to maybe get a chance to play there. Um, which is not a total loss to be honest with you. Um, having a goalie with long arms and who's tall, who knew? I had no idea. It's helpful. <laughs> Have you guys known this the whole time? Why didn't anybody tell me? Well, they're out of style now. Now you just want goalkeepers like Onana that just elbow guys in the face, just sharp elbows instead of long arms. <laughs> Zach, you should have been a goalie. I, I, you know what? I, <laughs> you got the bows for it, my guy. I got the bows. I got long legs. I could throw a few spikes up a little bit, maybe trying to kick. Ooh. I don't know. I, like I think the bald head's a good goalkeeper look too. Like oh, honestly, we could get you one of those Peter check helmets. Oh. <laughs> I think no. I think you gotta like rock it. So when you're like um, when you well, the sun never shines in England, obviously, as we all know. It is uh-huh. the dark, dreary country of terrible fates but Sadness, if yeah. it was out you know you gotta like you know reflect it off the top i feel like a little i need a, I think that's a good so, look like somebody's trying to kick it take a pk you just kind of angle it right in their face yeah, i need a dozen yeah. laser just a little, my eyes <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but um yeah yeah from like a from like a neutral point of view for me this game um I thought both teams had moments, right? Like, I thought it was actually a really entertaining game, besides the fact that I won a solid chunk of money on it. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it very much. It was fun as, like, a neutral to watch. I thought both teams were good in spurts. Chelsea may be the better of the two on the day, but um, I don't know. Maybe the most eventful thing, just to, like, throw one more talking point in there, is uh, – Salah like grabbing his ball and going home when he got subbed <laughs> off. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anybody oh take tape off more aggressively in my entire life. No, there there are kidnapping victims who have removed tape more gently. Um, it was angry. It was upsetting. Um, I think part of it is he got subbed on for like a literal like Liverpool child who's like 18 going out there and getting his chance to run around and do his thing. And it's not exactly some like you know, elevated European stud they brought in. It's like, no, we're just bringing you off for some fresh legs. And Mo Salah did not like that. Um, I loved it. It was great for me. I, I really enjoy those type of things anyways. Um, Zach knows this. Spencer knows it too. Nothing makes me happier than when a player is clearly pissed off at their coach, but not saying anything about it. Um, 
Zach, me and you have spent a lot of time doing that in actual teams together. Absolutely. Uh, high school basketball for one, for sure. Um, but no, just any soccer is just acting like a petulant child. So to angrily take your tape off as you come off, perfect. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, do, do you get like worked up about that stuff at all, Zach? Like, are you, does that worry you? Like, obviously the Saudi stuff, we kind of touched on a minute ago, that comes out kind of afterwards. Like, are we worried? Salah's <sighs> like, is the apple cart unhappy? Um, Where's the panic know, meter? I had to go on a one to 10 on a panic meter. It's probably about six teetering on a seven. You know, Ooh. you see, you know, see all these guys leaving with all this money you know Salah's tempted he's he's from that area too ain't he? he's from egypt mm -hmm. egypt yeah so i'm sure he's got a lot of fans out that way so why, why not why why wouldn't i be scared that he probably wouldn't take that kind of money and but uh as far as the the tape goes you know it's it's frustrating you're up one nothing you give up a goal late and you're you're subbed off you just you just want to do it yourself like right like yeah. i'm hoping that it's not coach related but you know well like you saying a like six or a seven is like extra spicy to me because uh, like your 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 job in real life is an emt right you're like in these high pressure situations all the time <laughs> and so like i think for a normal person your six or seven might be like True. you know a, a five alarm fire basically so <laughs> I, i'm taking this and running with solid oh, just absolutely. i already already one and a half feet out the door <laughs> and, you've, and, you've, and you've done a tape job before i'm assuming you've, you've applied some tape i mean i think that tape is mostly on there Ooh. so he can angrily tape it off is there something is his hand broken zach your medical yeah opinion. that's actually that's that's actually a great thing to go into like it was the, was the tape job bad was it a bad tape job is that the problem i'm not gonna that? speak on the trainer's jobs you know that's that's ah, not, the that's, trainer's union that's like the train yeah. before them yeah <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we all we we've all been in the the training room gotten a little too tight of wrapped up maybe he's got some circulation that's <laughs> been get, being caught cut off you know mm -hmm. but Maybe he was just—he was trying to get some feeling as quick as he can back in them little digits. Well, we'll have to go back and examine the footage, make sure his hands, like his fingers, aren't like purple, and it's just like one of these, like, oh, thank God, I'm out of the game, can't feel my yeah. wrist. Uh, I do love the idea of the trainers' union, and we'll be coming to you for all injury-related things in the future. Now, I can't believe we didn't think about that earlier. Um... <laughs> well, like, kind of. Um expounding on that right i think we've kind of like touched on the game let's just like ask just you a couple questions here like i just just say you're an emt like what's that like i i know we, we we like to i feel like we do this every like couple months with you where we just are like what's some like wild shit that happened at work but we haven't done it in a while eh? kind of a little check-in <laughs> oh man it's i'm out here in atlanta it's there's there's stuff going on all the time uh Oh, man, I can I can't even tell you what the last. It's a lot. It's not so much like traumatizing things. It's just like the smells that you go through. You 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 just can't even describe. It's you just nasty feet. You get people that haven't bathed because they're and you know, just the dried sweat. Oh my god, it's it's disgusting. 
Um, oh man. But uh, after working this job for about three years now, um, the first like year I was it was kind of rough on me, but I could probably smell a nasty foot or two and then drop them off at the hospital and then eat my lunch right after, no problem. <laughs> the tolerance is, is incredible. <laughs> um, I was gonna say like it. It's yeah. got to take something crazy to kind of rattle you probably at this point after like three, four years of doing it, eh? Oh, like yeah. you've probably seen a lot of like crazy shit at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 a few. I don't want to traumatize anyone else, but yeah, I've seen quite a few things. I, I always just think about the sliding scale of how was your day today? Oh, man, rough day. Oh, what happened to your job, Spencer? Oh, this and this and this meeting or whatever. Andrew, having your job? Oh, I don't know. What happened to your job, Zach? Oh, um, we had a pretty good day. Um, you know, no we had to resuscitate this guy. Yeah, exactly. Like your level <laughs> of just like, how was your day today? It's like everybody was living. And it's like that's the best. Yeah, same. Point. But I had a horrible day. <laughs> <laughs> it is always funny when we like we hop on PlayStation or something, and like me and Brandon and Andrew are like bitching, and I'm like, my big thing is like. Uh, somebody interrupted me at my meeting when I was saying something and Zach's like, yeah, only three homeless guys tried to piss on me today. So that was a good day. And I'm like, well, that sounds a little bit fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little, it's a little bit of perspective. It's, it's, uh, Hey, no one's, Peter, no one's Pete or shit. I'm a cot in a hot minute. So, you know, I'm going to knock on wood for that because I work tomorrow night. So <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, keep the streak going. <laughs> Don't piss on a cot. A new saying we will use in a in a myriad of ways on the podcast. <laughs> hey man, as long as they don't piss on the cot this weekend, I think uh, I think Love actually it. city will be fine. Um, <laughs> don't piss on the cot. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I mean, like outside of that, I mean, you two obviously we we've come to all three of us know each other through another mutual friend of all of ours, but like. I guess there's a question kind of for both of you, like just kind of take me back. Like how, how long have you guys known each other? Give us a little context to the Ooh. relationship here. <laughs> well, it's, you know what? The first time we ever met, we didn't even know it. We were playing a uh, park district basketball, district baseball. Yeah. Baseball, basketball. basketball. Yes, it's basketball. And mm -hmm. uh, it's funny because my parents had video of would take video of it because i'm like what oh, third that. fourth grade and uh i'm watching home videos one night with my family and i'm like holy shit that's andrew and then and just, <laughs> it's, it's just me and andrew tiring towering over all these other little kids and oh yeah and then uh fast forward a few years andrew's at trauber i didn't know him yet still but well, we played basketball against each other then, and mm -hmm. then rival fresh, junior highs. Rival junior highs. Yep. We got killed every time. <laughs> it wasn't by me. It was by Mr. Superstar Ryan West and Parker Me. But that's okay. Well, we, I mean, that's okay. But uh, fast clearly. forward another few years, and then uh, we uh, we try. We both made this bar freshman basketball team together. Yeah. And uh, it's, it was kind of from there. Yeah, no, I um, my first my first non basketball memory of you is uh, you happened. Now, you were in the hallway of high school talking to somebody and 
it must have been like the first week of high school because we didn't we didn't know each other yet. We played football, I guess, together freshman year. I didn't play football um, freshman year. I went only played, played sophomore. sophomore. Yeah, oh, that's why. That's okay. So that's why we didn't. That's why we didn't know each other until basketball yeah. season. Oh. That's why, because I was like, I know you played a year of football, but I guess it was sophomore year. That's that's crazy. And I was concussed for most of sophomore <laughs> for football. So that's maybe why maybe I don't have the best memory of that. Um, <laughs> this explains a lot to me. Yeah, no, I've been concussed ever since. I think um, one of these. Yeah, I'm gonna donate my brain to the NFL. It's gonna go poorly um, for like one hit from some oversized freshman my junior year or sophomore year. Um, but no, really like freshman year for sure. Definitely knew each other. I think of sophomore year as like all of a sudden we're thick as thieves, right? Absolutely. All of a sudden it's just like, Oh, me and Zach are hanging out like every day till the point that sometimes we needed a break. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Too absolutely. many heated arguments at playing at 2k. <laughs> a lot of 2k arguments. So do you guys think the thing that really like galvanized you two was like just both being bench warmers on the basketball team? Because like, I, I know how the basketball <laughs> game goes of being like white guy on the bench. Like you're, they're bringing you in to maybe take a couple shots, maybe play some good defense fundamental, but like, otherwise, you know, there's no way either you two were starting, right? No, for sure. No, not. No, 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 um, no. I played a lot freshman and sophomore year. I played then, a lot freshman year did not as yeah. much sophomore year. Yeah, and then I still contest that you would have played a lot more if you had not fucked your shoulder up. Yep, I agree. Because um, you were headed in that way of like, you know what we need off the bench here for some defense? Maybe I get Zach in there. So, you know what I mean? Like, because you'd finally kind of, all of a sudden you were much, you were not much taller than me. I just won't ever admit to that. But all of a sudden you were taller than me and it wasn't really an argument. And I was like, uh-oh. That's not great. Your boy's got to get a jump shot here. Or he's not going to see even the bench of a varsity game. Um, but between that and like, I think of it as like sophomore year, we started doing stuff with the with the football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, yeah, no. I I played did I played sophomore year. Yeah, you yeah. played sophomore year, and I played sophomore year. I was concussed for most of sophomore year, but sophomore year basketball into summer into I can drive now. And now we're having a time. Uh, yeah, now, now we're now inseparable. We're... <laughs> now we are. Sleeping over everywhere. three, four times a week, either taking turns at each other's house, going to camp. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Illinois Wesleyan, not a fun time. Uh, no, not a fun time. <laughs> so, like, I, I know this vibe very much of, like, that your friend, like, the first friend you have who, like, gets his license and, like, has access to a car all the time. Like, what was the – where was the spot you guys would go like when you could drive somewhere? Cause like for me, I had a buddy who got a car early and he still to this day, fucking he's a weird fucking guy where he would just get in the car and just like do massive, like two hour loops around St. Louis basically. Oh, and just dang. sit there and bitch about <laughs> stuff. I've not done it in years, but I guarantee you if I hit him up like right now, I was like, Hey, his name's Steven. I was like, Steve, you trying to, uh, you know, go on a fucking drive. He'd probably be like, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, we would just say we'd end up, up in I'm some fucking right now. yeah, yeah. We'd be up. We'd end up in like some cornfield in fucking Illinois in the middle of nowhere, talking about bullshit. So, like, where was the spot you guys would go when you could first, you know, get out like that? I I always think of it as I would give anybody a ride home, right? 
like, oh, somebody, oh, we're hanging out somewhere and somebody needs to ride, someone needs to leave or anything like that because I could drive. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a ride. Sounds great. Where are we going? Um, that's what I think of. Unless you could think of a spot. Uh, we spent a ton of time at your house is what I think. My of. house. We spent time at your house. We spent... We'd go if we're going like not at each other's houses. Sometimes we'd go. It was either bounce between Culver's or McDonald's. True. Um, That's true. And then once we started hanging out with Megan, we would go to IHOP pretty frequently. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, that. Those were probably the spots, but we were mostly hanging out at my house probably. Yeah, because I I lived out of town. So I could go to Zach's house, like from school, take Zach home, hang out at Zach's house before practice, play whatever, and mm-hmm. then then we're back at it, right? There's there's a lot of, hey, if we finish this 2K game right now, we have exactly <laughs> seven minutes to be in the gym. And we would make it. More often we would make it. We were. I don't think we ever ran because we were late. No, nope, not us. It wasn't because of us. True. We were also... Even if we were on time, there were always people they were waiting for, so we could kind of just go into the group. Also, practice could start without us, and it wouldn't have affected, it wouldn't have affected us. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, like, the sense I got is, you know, you guys were, like, kind of losers. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, as a loser, I was kind of a loser, too. I remember one time, I dude, this was, like, maybe the most loser I ever felt was um, I worked at a pizzeria, and there was – I was probably about 16. There was, like, this 23-year-old guy who I thought was, like, super cool. I can't remember what his name is anymore, but I thought he was super cool. He had a couple tattoos and shit, and he was, like, the manager of the pizza place. I was like, man, that guy is so fucking cool. And one day – I like we were closing together. I asked him, I was like, can I bring a pizza home? I'm going to hang out with my boys. And he's like, your boys, what are you and your boys going to do? And I was like, we're going to do all kinds of cool shit. He's like, you're probably going to fucking sit in their house and play video games together. Like you ain't going to do shit tonight. <laughs> that and sounds I, pretty cool. He, to me. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, aren't you? I was like, no, no. we're going to fucking, we're going to drive around and fucking <laughs> smoke weed and it, do it, cool it, boy stuff, it, dude. In, in my head in that story, your voice cracks too. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. 100%. Nuh-uh. It was a, you're going to play video games and fucking stay up all night, aren't you? Like a loser. Was, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. I'm going to do hood rat shit with my friends. Yeah. That it's fun to do weird. bad shit. It's it's also fun to sit around and just play video games till fucking four a.m. Absolutely, Hell, we played fucking it's either that or for we like make six a hours video, the other day. So that was, <laughs> that was the vibe. That was the vibe. That in Spanish videos, it was, it was it was a really fun time. Oh God! <laughs> How's your Spanish, Zach? Really good? Uh, no, not not so well. <laughs> not good enough to recruit Saicedo. No, you gotta get. Uh, Senora would be upset you didn't know the uh, Ecuadorian dance to make sure you got him there, Zach. We definitely did it at one point in Spanish yeah, 4. That is true. That pesos. is true. Never enough pesos. Un problema. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, man. Um, so our, just to kind of wrap it up here, I think, um, are you... Are we sure Klopp sees the year out? Just to make a huge right turn back to Liverpool. That is pretty big. Do we think Klopp seems, 
sees the end of the season here? Or is this going to be his swan song in Liverpool? Just a crazy uh, huge prediction we're going to absolutely require and hold you to. I'm going to... the podcast. I'm going to shot in the dark and say he sticks it out the year, but okay. lots of talk coming in saying he's done about three quarters of the way through. Okay. He's moving on. All right. So it's like February. Yeah. About February. We're getting whispers. Okay. All right. Um, I think he's fired after four games. Oh, my <laughs> he's God. So funny. Oh, oh my you know, He'll God. be back on the podcast immediately to answer. Or wait, oh, I should look at the schedule. When when do uh, City play them? And when City beat them by six goals, he's with definitely no, With no KDB, just a Lucas Paqueta, Paqueta uh, master class just a, incoming. A Cole Palmer master class, dude. We play already manifested City it. in November, it says here. Oh, well, he won't make it to then, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, here's the next four. <laughs> Bournemouth, Newcastle, Austin Villa, and Wolves. I, I think, think he's got to win. <laughs> I think he's got to win three out of those four for people to feel good about it. I'm saying we take in the sweep. We win all four. Oh, okay. We will, we will hold you to that, Zach. Well, if that yes. happens, he might make it till November. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think he's not going to be tired. I think, we'll he, I think he will before too. I have, we had before I have some guy with like a fucking, you know, Mohammed Salah Abby complaining <laughs> at me. I think <laughs> <that's> very good. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool's very good. Uh, joking about Klopp leaving is my favorite thing because um, it's not often a manager will actually speak on a player that they don't have on their team, and then they don't show up on their team, which he talked about Caicedo and they didn't come like usually it's like oh no we we will not speak on players we do not have no he said it and that didn't happen and then the owners flew so good um i could talk forever about just a liverpool even like an arsenal or a tottenham would be great just like you know a flub that leads to uh my own personal sick glory but um zach we got we got football season coming up here so that's you going for the bears here with spencer and then after that, me and you get to go together on hockey, and we get to go against uh, <laughs> against Spencer over here, Mr. St. Louis Blues. Not even the right Blues. But then me and Zach's own personal trial and tribulation will come up, and that is the college basketball season. College basketball. Zach's Duke and my North Carolina are both set for a good year. So, Spencer, you look out for that in the group chat. I'm sure we will catch up on on all of this again, but – Unless you got anything else, buddy, I think I'm uh, about ready to go. Yeah, man. yeah, I'll, I'll really, I'll really love to um, start to care about the college basketball thing with you guys. Like March second, that's that's First about round. that's the well, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's about the date that I, I feel like you, that's you like start getting time. smoked by Megan in some bracket, and then it's like, what the hell is this, man? Well, it's like I, it's it's literally like the conference championship week when it's like, oh, brackets, like brackets, and I'm like, okay, it's time for my annual like four days of just cramming as much knowledge about fucking North Dakota State into my head as possible and how their three balls <laughs> could maybe actually upset USC this year or some bullshit. So yep. I lock in super hard then, but um, yeah, it, it's. You guys are fighting on your own till about that March 2nd, March 3rd, maybe March 4th. We'll see where the schedule falls this year. 
we'll we'll love to bring it back in then. We'll have to. It, yeah. I mean, especially by that time, the Vikings should have the division wrapped up. The Blues will probably be tanking. So I mean, but <laughs> oh, is, well, there, is there a Bedard they, they level suck. player next year or no? Um, no, no. Oh, okay, good. Um, the easy answer would be that. no. Before I get on a ten minute tangent about the. <laughs> realisticness of how good there's Connor a 14 year be. old who lives just outside of russia who i really think could do it he could be the next yeah this, this uzbek 12 year old i'm kind of hoping in the <laughs> like 20 29 draft the blues i've got my eye on him so oh man. Well, we'll wait for go. that who who has who has a better season this year zach your boy john shire or your boy justin fields oh god I think both. Pick one. One's having a horrible season. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Yep. Don't you put this evil. I'm going to, I'm going to say it. I'm going to, I'm going to, because I've been through it so much, seeing so much shit on Twitter lately because of him. I'm hoping Justin Fields has the good year this year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, negative four air yards. Two touchdowns, three for three. That was the problem. Like they were having him throw the ball yards. forward last year. He can't throw the ball forward. What are you guys trying to do? All the, yeah, all the haters can suck my balls, dude. QB1, baby. <laughs> one last, hey, one last question, actually, right, football. Okay. I do want to before we get out of here. I This is for both of you because we all play in a fantasy football league together. Yes, sir. What pick do you guys want in this fantasy football draft? You don't have to tell me who you maybe take there. Oh, just what pick do you God. want? God. You're doing 12 I mean, again? It's really – what do you like? What am I supposed to say? Five? You want the I'm, first pick. Whatever. We all want the first pick. Y'all want the or, first pick. All, I mean, like, there's an argument to be made. There's for, years like, I maybe, don't want the first yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah. That's what you say. Like, there's an argument to say, like, some years it's nicer to have two or three. So it's just like, well, this is the guy who fell to me. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the Packers. I'm just taking Aaron Rodgers because, like, he fell to me. Like, I've definitely played that game before. I probably um, want two or three. I think this year I want two or three. I want I want one, but I'm scared. Yeah, that's exactly why. I, it's too. It'd be too many, too many, too many eggs in one basket for. for <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> I think that, like, the guy I really, really want more than anybody else. I'd have to. I think I. I don't know. Ryan I weirdly like. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill one dot one, but like, um, Justin Jefferson's the guy I'm talking about, obviously. But I think he mm, hold on very much. Not Make according to one? you, according to popular opinion in the incredibly stupid group chat that I'm in, not even the best receiver in his own division, Spencer. He's not, he's what are you not. talking about with well, the 1-1? One, one? Hold on. Well, that's because... No, no, no. This is a recorded record of you picking Jefferson yes. when you could have picked well, anybody. Andrew, it's simple. We play in a PPR league. They're going to force feed Jefferson because there's no other talent. The Bears are just oh, stacked cause, on cause, offense. Because Field, Fields Darnell is throwing Mooney the ball. And, and Fields Khalil is throwing Herbert's the ball backwards, eat. so it's a there's, rushing attack. There's too many mouths to feed in the Bears' offense, Andrew. That That's the problem. Yeah. As, as always, <laughs> Bears, one De mouth. Deontay um, Foreman's going to go off for 1,000, maybe as the second-string running back. He's, just a third-down specialist. Back? Oh, my Lord. Third-down specialist. Third down. It's third-and-eight, bud. What are you doing on third down? Throwing a screen. And that man, Deontay. <laughs> yeah, just and, and that's a great reason not to take DJ Moore in your fantasy teams because they're not gonna throw the ball forward. They crack the code. Well, throw just, it backwards. That's a rushing attempt. No, you yeah. You definitely should go. No, you know, uh -uh. go grab DJ Moore. Just it's a lot of mouths to feed in that vaunted Bears yeah, offense. That's remember all I'm if you've already picked your kicker and your special teams, you can just grab DJ Moore. 
Unless you're in a league with right, complete well, idiots, in which case right. he's going to go in like round all two. All right. All right, this this slander's gone too far, Andrew. No, this is just me evening I... the score of a constant shitting on my face <laughs> about the Vikings well, in the group chat. No, 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 this needed to happen. Just so everyone knows out there, I'm being absolutely persecuted in the group chat. I just, I, I, I just bear. think it's the ghost of Marty all... Booker, David Terrell. <laughs> I can keep just listing Aroma should do. Didn't you guys have Devin Aroma should do? Weren't we pretending he was good at football before he got kicked out of the league? Who's the, uh, uh, the who's the receiver that the entire, went to prison? Is that Sam Hurd? Is he your best receiver? The, of the entire last 10 Bears years? history, to me personally, doesn't count before like 2019. Yeah, Sp- <laughs> Spencer's favorite Bear is Isaac Bruce. Um, <laughs> all right, this is completely devolved. Thank you guys. I'm gonna just wrap and forcibly wrap it up here. Zach, thank you for coming on, man. For talking Liverpool, for talking our incredible high school basketball career moving us to football and obviously turning it into an argument about the bears and Vikings and Duke <laughs> North Carolina, as it always does. One of my best friends in the world. Thank you for coming on, man. Spencer, unless you got anything else, buddy, I think it's time to wrap it up. Uh, just same to echo you. Thanks Zach. Really appreciate having you on. Thanks to you guys for all listening. Um, follow us on Twitter at fish fries pod. Um, also we're opening up the email cool. line for some questions. If you want to shoot us an email at uh, fish and fries pod at gmail.com by all means, we'd love to do a little listener segment, answer some of your guys's question. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some other stuff in the works, working on a blog and stuff here soon. So yes, sir. Keep your eyes peeled. We'll, uh, we'll be back at the seasons in full swing. And uh, so are we, Andrew until next time, buddy.